Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no ads, no data selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates, all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. I want to ask you about the chamber. Um for entrepreneurs, what is the inboarding process? Like, let's say, okay, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur because the, the point of the Chamber of Commerce is, is it's a networking organization, right? Like you get to go to meetings and you get to meet other people 
in different areas. So let, let's say I'm in banking, right? I get to meet somebody who's in insurance. I get to meet somebody who's in investing. I get to meet. So now me as a finance, that's, that's why I used to go. Cause as a financial advisor, you these chamber, they like, I had like, a, it was like local chambers and they have um, meetings and they only let like one person in per industry. At, at that meeting at the, like the local chamber level. So it'd be like one insurance guy, one investing guy, one CPA, and then you all kind of network with each other. Okay. I'll give you clients. You give me clients opportunities and stuff like that. So what's the onboarding process for entrepreneurs to get into a chamber, um, commerce and what's best practices for them to get the, the best results out of the chamber? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you raise a good point. I mean, I think there's a value uh, if you're a local business to being connected to that local chamber. These are all three different levels of membership and engagement. Same with the state chamber. I mean, if you're really trying to do business statewide in a given state, I would suggest you really should be involved in the state chamber of commerce where you live. But if you really want to do business, you know, think of us again as the national organization that's engaging corporations that are that's engaging opportunities abroad across across the world then the u.s chamber is a place that you should think about membership and you can go to each of these i mean go to uschamber.com and i think it, there's a link there that can direct you to one of our membership uh, uh, uh officers and you know and, and it's based on what your interests are uh, they'll talk with you of, you know are you interested in tech are you interested in exporting are you interested in cyber uh, uh, you know, they'll talk with you about your revenue and your growth strategy and trying to make sure that your experience as a member is rewarding and beneficial uh, for you as a member company. But again, I can't under, I, I just can't emphasize the value uh, of the ability to meet uh, individuals, to meet companies, to meet global leaders. You know, I'll give you an example uh, of, of a brother whose name you would recognize. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, who's a very good friend. I'm talking about the, the, the old Isaiah. The younger one or the older one? The older one. The older one. I'm talking about Zeke. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Zeke. <laughs> yeah, but Zeke, man, you know, the, you know, people don't know about Zeke. I only use this as an example. But, uh, uh, you know, he has everything from Sherilyn Champagne. He's in real estate. But he's also doing business, a lot of business in the country of Colombia. And so I brought him in. He's a member of the chamber. He's a member of the International Division. He's now had a pleasure to meet with the president of Colombia and get to know all of those government officials and other private sector partners who are good for his business in Colombia. And so I get my point in saying that, and there are others, but I only use him, use him as an example, is you, 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 know, you have to think about what you want from these organizations. And there are more organizations that you can be member, have a membership in. But I think it, you, 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 you need to think about what you want in return and the value of a membership and being in the chamber to help you reach your business goals. And I just want to just real quick, because I, I just want to hammer this point down, because so as a business owner, you're up against a lot to be successful as a black business owner. You're up against even more to be successful. Right. So. We talk about networking and relationships and stuff like that a lot, but people don't like, like, how do I, what does that mean? How do I build relationships? How do I get in front of the right people? So this is something that, you know, this is, like you said, there's, there's other organizations, but the Chamber of Commerce is one organization as a business owner that you can actually join. And now you can actually go to different events. And like you said, 
you get what you put into it, right? So if you join and you're just a ghost member, you, you never do anything, then you're not going to get anything out of it. But if you're active and maybe you work your way up the ranks, right? And you meet this person, meet that person, you have to put yourself in positions to win. So this is something that's extremely beneficial for entrepreneurs to build their network and to meet people and to cultivate relationships because ultimately that's going to get you into the next door. So I just wanted to kind of hammer that point home for people that might not fully understand the importance of it. That's, that's the reason why an organization like the Chamber of Commerce is important um, and why you as a business owner should be looking at any type of organization that you can to be active, to add value, to meet people, to, you know, be a treasurer, whatever you can be to kind of move up the ranks, because ultimately that's only going to end up helping you. That was a message. Really quick. Um, I know we talk all the time about giving value before um, all of you, like if they were to join Chamber of Commerce this month, like what are some things they can do? to actually be valuable to the members and the organization there. Cause I think we hear it as a buzz phrase, but I don't know if many people have a framework to actually be helpful or valuable. What would you do if you were starting a new business and you joined, what would be like the first three things you would try to do to, to give the most value to the members, members there? To, to, you mean to give a value to the, the business, the new member who's joining the chamber or for them to give value to the U.S. chamber? Because those are two different questions. No, no, to give value to the chamber. Because I think you have to give first in order to be able to receive. That's right. Listen, brother, one of the things that, to, in terms of giving value to the chamber, that we have to be smart and do more of is show up in these policy conversations. I mean, I testify on Capitol Hill all the time. And in fact, I'm there this week meeting with the Congressional Black Caucus. And we don't have enough of us who are showing up on the policy side of this work. Again, I would argue because, you know, oftentimes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for us to show up and trying to beg folks to come in and, and, and meet with the White House on some of these regulatory policies, on, on tax issues and, and things that shape how successful we are or not on international trade agreements. Again, I don't know that we've been exposed to that, but we need more of us to show up in these rooms that literally I, have, I watch it. I mean, I've done a lot. This has been my career. These rooms, whether it's in, on Capitol Hill or in your state legislatures, in committees, uh, this is where you can be made, made or you can be broken because this is where the policy is made. The regulations are advanced and promulgated that shape business success in America. And so we need more people to show up. That's how you can contribute in helping the chamber and certainly the work that I do uh, is being a part of that dialogue, taking time to, to, to understand the issues that affect your company uh, on the political, the, the policy side, and also how that extends into the politics. Because our vote matters when we can align our vote with our economic challenges and our economic opportunities. I don't know that we ask our candidates and elected officials the right questions. And, and so even on the political side, which, you know, again, I, I come from as well, you know, we got to really advance an agenda and be a part of an agenda that, that supports the growth of black businesses and our economic opportunity and closing this wealth gap. So we got to show up. So, so I, I just want to stay right there for the, the regulation and policies, because, I mean, being a part of the commerce, the future of work is changing. Right. And so if we look at the yeah. landscape, I wonder 
how you guys view it or how you're addressing the changes that are coming from technology? Are you viewing it as an opportunity or is it more of a detriment to say like, we need to be careful and need to have security around the future of work in regards to AI, generative AI, automation? How, how is the commerce seeing this? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, AI and, and technology and, and in terms of the future work is an extremely important issue to the private sector generally. And, and it's viewed more of an asset than a liability. But I think for, for, for African-Americans in particular, and, and the research has proven, we have to be really concerned about the, the, the impact of AI and technology uh, in displacing workers. What does that mean? That means we got to think about, do we have the skills? To compete yeah. for these technology-driven jobs of the future, and, and 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 that means rethinking even the curriculums from K through 12 to HBCUs, and preparing our young workforce for these jobs that are going to be at a minimum automated or technology types of jobs. I don't know what won't be uh, driven by technology. And one of the areas that I'm focused on that 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 that, that as, you, as you think about this. You know, the, the, the millions of people without jobs and millions of jobs without people is second chance hiring. I'm doing a, a lot around that. How do we get those who've been formerly incarcerated back into our workforce? So that's a big priority within my department at the chamber, uh, whether it's the policies or, or getting more companies to make commitments to give people a second or a third or a fourth chance in this case. I mean, just because you had a a a a a a a a a, 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 a conviction and a minor crime ought not prevent you from getting the job especially in a time when again there are millions of jobs without people and millions of people without jobs so workforce is the big issue but the technology piece is front and center and and we have to we have to be a part of that in terms of making sure we have the skills to be able to compete for those jobs the Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.